However, when Carrie learns of what happened to her mother, she called him. Yo, Bean. What's happening? What's up, bro? You know what? Same old, same old. You said what? Yeah, I'm good, man. You know, I had to take a little sabbatical after my loss. Yep. But it's all right, you know. You made it back. It's fine, it's fine. Again, the the day, you know, in a couple of years when I lose the World Heavyweight Championship, okay. I, might have to take, I might have to take a, a sabbatical at that point, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. You say this all the time. And first of all, get it out. You I know, I know you've been waiting to get it out. You on air now? Come on. You didn't deserve to be in the damn match. You shouldn't have been in the match. And this is some bullshit. But as a gentleman that I am, what? I'm going to let you do that. Congratulations. You didn't deserve it. You didn't earn it. But I can't. But, but I guess you are the the champion. Unfortunately, I cap. <laughs> I capitalize, ladies and gentlemen. I capitalize on the opportunity. And here's the crazy part: you all saw the buildup. You saw the buildup. You heard on air when Robert said that he was giving me this opportunity as a Christmas present. You heard on air when DB said that this was just going to be another step in the road for him heading to the Royal Rumble. He was confident that he was heading into the Royal Rumble champion. There was nothing that was going to stop him from being in that dual championship match against whoever won the TV championship match. But what he did not expect was me. He didn't expect me to pull it out. But ladies and gentlemen, as I've been saying for the past two episodes, I am your BGTW World Heavyweight Champion. And it feels good. It feels good. By the time I have to actually defend my championship at the Royal Rumble, my reign would have passed DBs. So it's official. As of right now, he is the... (laughs) He, is, he has the shortest reign with the World Heavyweight Championship in the history of the championship. So, at least I can say that, that I don't have the it's, shortest it's reign. It's not about how long you reign. It's how many defenses you have. And you, you, that's the thing I'll give it to you. You did defend it. You, 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 were, you were a defended champion. I booked you in a match. You said, let's go, and there you were. So, I have to give you that. Mr. Moody, the wild card himself. How are you doing, sir? I'm all right. I'm all right. I was uh, I added an extra OnlyFans account to my uh, repertoire, so that's what I was doing all day. But other than that, I'm back for another episode of Black Guys Talk About Wrestling. <laughs> I'm gonna say, whose was it? Was it Miss London's? Was it Lisa Ray's? No, no. This is one of my own, this one of my personal friends. I was just seeing what to do, but uh, you know, I got mean, I got to support the locals. You feel me? Got to support the locals. There you go. There you go. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Lisa, no, well, no, 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 lo- no lotion needed for this. No lotion needed at all. Just pouring the local. That's all. Hey. <laughs> and so you were saying that you were bringing on a guest? Oh, is your guest here in all of this? 
Uh, unfortunately, well, I was trying to get him in there because he's a big fan of wrestling, but uh, he just got home from work, tired and everything, so he said he'll catch us when he catches. So I said, I got you, fam. This, I, I got you. I'll hold it down for you. So that's, uh, I'm going to hold it down for him as well. So, Moody, I'm, I'm glad you're here. I, I need to hear from you. Okay. How does it feel to be in a championship match against a guy who did not win or deserve the championship. He's he's, uh, again, he's still he's still talking about me defeating him for the world title. Yeah. Um. Well, like I said, we talking about as far as him as women's concerned or who I lost to. No, he's talking about me versus him. He ain't even talking about you versus Murph. No, I don't give a oh. damn about that. Oh. Uh. Well, I mean. Everybody, you know, pulls out anything they need to do to get a W. So I mean, I guess Raymond pulls something out, you know, that we that he at least that you at least suspected in order for him to win. I mean, that just how it is what it is. You gotta come back and be the next time you get a chance. You feel me? So my thing is for you. Is you will not disrespect the the TV championship. That's what you will not. Do. Oh, yeah, because the TV championship before Wayman had it, I mean, well, not Wayman, but before Murph had it, it was, um, it was held with uh, honor and dignity by uh, yours truly. The world championship has been tainted, tainted by disrespect and boo. Has it been, though? I think my reign as a weight champion so far has been off to a, oh, a rocking fucking start. I am the only person in the history of BGCW to hold not only the TV championship, but the world championship. Put some fucking respect on my name. First of all, the only reason why the TV championship exists because you got your ass before the world championship. Then you just like, oh, I'm going to make a championship so I can have it. You didn't earn that shit either. Well, um, that's number one. But does, that doesn't make you any less prestigious. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, I guess I gotta, you know, I gotta admit defeat. Unfortunately, it wasn't a shenanigans. It wasn't a bull. I just made a pick. That's literally it. But enjoy it, sir. Yeah, because Royal Rumble, Royal Rumble is a different, different story. Anything happen? Again, anything. Enjoy. Anything could fucking happen. Look. I have I have Murph in the back of my head. You were you and Bean will be going one on one to decide the number one contender after Robert, because Robert's still holding on to like still holding on to his claws like a money in the bank. So Or 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 what Rob could do is he just to this and we make it a triple threat match when it takes off. He, he's and, not. Uh, you know he's I mean, not gonna I, do that. I know he's not. That'd be cool, you know what I'm saying? Make you know make it interesting. But you two, he doesn't, he doesn't want to get beat by me again. Bean Moody. So you two at the Royal Rumble will be going face to face for the next number one contendership. How do both of you feel about your opponent? I'll let you start off, DD. You go ahead. Appreciate you, sir. You know, I, I appreciate you. You know, I have all the respect for Moody. You know, I think he's a good person. You know, it's going to be a hard fought battle. Mm-hmm. Um, I have nothing but respect, but you know, 
let the best man win, and I think it's going to be me. I respect that. Moody, I respect as, the, that. as the former TV champ, how do you feel? Well, wait a minute. Um, I gotta admit, losing that championship, it did a little fire under me. I, I, I was kind of upset that I lost that quick. And I just literally had him grasping my hands. But it's 2021 now, you know what I'm saying? It's a new year. Y'all got new goals, and you feel me? I want to start the year off strong. I want to start the year off hot. So what better way to start the year off with my first W? And then eventually I will gain not one but both of them championships in my grasp. And I'm going to take over 2021, man. Let me know. This is January. By the time half the year comes, expecting on top, surprising everybody with their jaws dropped. Or saying, oh, my God, Moody the wild card? He, he predicted this in the beginning of the year, and he actually, you know, thought on to what he said he was going to do. So, so that's what the year is all about. This isn't a prediction. This is a spoiler? Uh, I would say so. Respectfully say this is, uh, this is, this is what's to come for the rest of the year. And what better way to kick it off than getting a nice little W against DB? Well, look, here's my thing, right? DB is, okay. a former, DB is a former world champion going for his second reign. Do you, yeah. think that, do you think that he's, especially he's trying to come after me, do you really think he's going to let you get in his way on, on his pursuit to come after me? It's not about that. He's just going to have to face it that. I mean, I'm just going to be the one guy and it's going to, like, you know, cause him to, to, you know, go back to the back of the line. I understand he's hungry. He's hungry. He wants that title again. No, he doesn't feel the same without it. But uh, that was that was that was then. This is now, and it's new people stepping up to the challenge. So I mean, it'll be a dog fight. But I mean, may the best man win, DB. May the best man win. Play the <coughs> I mean, may the best man win. But like I said, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not playing no games this year, man. So DB, I do what I gotta do. as a former world champion, can you express to the people how it feels to not only win the title? But to but to be known as the champion, and and what is going on? What is going through your mind right now in your pursuit to capture your second world championship? Well, being the champion is no feeling that you've ever felt. It's a rush. It's you're the best of the best, and there's nobody in this industry that is better than you. To lose that, the way I lost it, somebody who's not worthy of it, sucks. It's like, you know, lo- losing your high school girlfriend at the dance to the bully. But if, you know, it, it, it sucks. Am, am I the bully in this but, instance? Depends on how you're you won the championship, the man. You're the owner of the you're the owner of the organization that didn't win a match, and now all of a sudden you're the champion. You, you tell me. Through fair means, though, that's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. Don't let him confuse the the narrative here. It was all through fair means. I I planned on sitting out TLC. I planned on sitting it out. It was going to be Rob versus DB and in, in a classic rematch that we've all been waiting for. It was going to be Moody versus Murph. And I planned on sitting TLC out in just the third. And then Rob said, you know what? 
I, I don't feel like cashing in my, my rematch clause at this moment. I'd rather wait. I'd rather ride my time and be the cerebral assassin that you all know me to be. And so then at that point, he said, but you know what, Wayman, since you don't have a match at TLC, you can take my spot. He could have gave it to Murph since he was already talented for the TV championship. And then I just could have been inserted against Moody in a rematch. But that's not what happened. He gave me his spot in the world title match. And I did what I do best. I capitalized at the perfect opportunity when nobody is expecting me to. And that's what I did. And that's why I sit here on top of the throne as the BTTW World Heavyweight Champion. I didn't, again, I I didn't pull the ownership card. I didn't pull the Cody Rose card. I did none of that. The opportunity was literally handed to me. I opened the box, and there was my world title. So we should be blaming Rob for what has happened so far. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about Rob. Rob is scared of me. Rob is terrified of me. Because I'm the one who put the one in the loss column for him. He thought he was undefeated. He thought he was untouchable. He thought he couldn't be touched. Until he met me. So he's doing whatever he has to do to hide away from me. He doesn't want to see me again. So every time you say something about me, he hides away. Watch. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to be the villain. I'm going to just be the man. Buy my time. Championship's going to come home. And everything will be right in the world. But that's, but that's the thing. You're expecting it to come home. Here's the craziest thing. And you all can go back to the beginning when we first introduced the world championship. I told everybody. I, let every, I put everybody on notice. That eventually, eventually, the championship would be in my hands. And, and who all laughed? You laughed. Rob laughed. Even the man that needs no gimmick, Mr. Murph himself, laughed. And, but look at where we stand now going into 2021. At the start of this year, I am champion. Well, ask me this, Queenan. You start off the year as champion. Do you plan on being a champion by the time you end? That's the main question. 2022, I still plan on having the championship. This is what I'll say, though. I may drop it. I may. Because, again, to, 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 yeah. to, to be on top of the throne, to, to be the champion, you must understand that people are at your throat 24-7, that you have to be on guard and, and be ready to defend at any point in time. And, it's, mm-hmm. and again, it's any given Sunday. Somebody can catch you slipping. I apparently in the first three matches I had was caught slipping. But unlike, but it's not three times the charm, it's four times the charm for me. And I sit here 
with a record of one and three as your world heavyweight champion any given Sunday. Cash in a bucket. But let's segue out. Congratulations. I'm going to take my time away from you. If you say but if you um, say so, if you say so. Uh, but as we <laughs> as we wait for Rob, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and get this motherfucking thing started. We are here with the best wrestling podcast, not only in the U.S., not only in the Americas, but in the entire fucking world. Black guys talking about wrestling. We are on episode 17, goddammit. I sit here once again, like I said before, as your world heavyweight champion. I am your boy, Way. I am the owner president and founder of the Ways World Podcast Network. I am one of the guys when it comes to black guys talking about wrestling. Next up, we are going to introduce the man himself. The man we all know as the best heel in the business. The villain. DB. Let the people know what's up. What's going on, everybody? What's going on, everybody? You know, I've been away for a few weeks, but now I'm back. Appreciate y'all tuning in. Appreciate y'all listening to us. We got a good show tonight. Um, shout out to New Japan during the Wrestle Kingdom stuff. Um, Abushi, it is January. Abushi becoming double champion. Abushi becoming double champion. Shout out to him. Uh, yeah, man, you know, same old, same old. That's what we do. Okay, okay. And also on the broadcast with me right now, uh, the realist Rob is on his way. Um, but also on the podcast with me right now, the man, the myth, the legend himself, the wild card, the the most unexpected guy on the crew that can come out of literally nowhere, Mr. Moody. Say what's up to the people. Yo, 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 you know the vibes. Nick, Nack, Patty Whack, give a dog a bone. Moody the wild card is here to take the throne. How's everybody doing out there? Well, before we start... I mean, I know it's wrestling related, but I do want to send, also send my condolences to, um, you know, the legend himself, MF Doom. Yep. Rest in peace, yep. MF Doom, man. Which is kind of sad because I, well, he died in October on Halloween. But we all just found out that he died, well, from his wife that he died, you know, I think it was like, what, last, well, what, New Year's Eve? I think yeah, we about like that. The, the last right. day of the year. Yeah, it's kind of sad, but I mean, well, rest in peace to a hip-hop legend, MF Doom. But yeah, other than that, you know, you know the vibe. We out here, another episode. About to um, create some magic here for you guys. So stay tuned for that. Definitely, yes, definitely, definitely. Rest in peace to 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 MF Doom. Um, mm. So on this episode of Black Guys Time About Wrestling, we we told you all last episode actually that we were going to. Do a watch along for the very first time. Um, we're going to do a watch along of the Dragonov Walter match. Now, the reason why we're doing this match is because last week we covered what WWE thought were their top 10 of 2020. And they had Dragonov and Walter as like number nine. Which we all thought was very, very disrespectful. And then, come to find out, as we're talking, Moody 
Hadn't seen it. Hadn't seen the match yet. Nope, haven't. Wow. Completely blind to it, man. Never knew. Never knew. He he said he never knew. He never saw it. He was never made aware that this match existed. And so, this is what we're going to go ahead and do. If you have the WWE Network, that's the only way to watch it. I'm going to, at this moment, I'll pull up the WWE Network. I think DB may already have it up. I don't know if you have it up, Moody. Okay, well, is this the match? Let me make sure. It's uh, October 29, 2020, when they yep. fight for the NXT. Yep. All right, cool, cool. Yep, yep. got it. Got it set up. Yep, mm-hmm. here you go. Let me. Now, before we start, though, I, I like, I haven't been, a, I was, I didn't see the match, but I know who Walter is, you know what I'm saying? I, um, I, I looked into some of the, what, the Imperium matches they had where they was feuding with, uh, uh, Undisputed Error, when, you know, they made that little. Just to make sure I got the right date. What date was it again? I want to say. October 29th. Okay. Yeah, October 29th, 2020. Yeah, so I, I knew about Walter and Imperium. I mean, I even knew when he, um, Last year was what when they were doing the Survivor Series promos. Well, good enough for that, he came on the show and uh, fought Seth Rollins. So I knew who Walter was. I just not familiar with his work in the NXT UK, and I just missed this matchup. So I'm about to be schooled, people. I'm about to be schooled on why Walter, um, why everybody said his hits are pretty brutal. Because I have heard he hits pretty hard. We're about to find out. We're about to find out. Uh, DB checked out there for a second, so <laughs> give us one minute. Uh, let's just see where mm-hmm. DB went, and, and then we will be ready to go. Well, since we waiting around, I'd like to to you, Wayman, is uh, oh, what do you go, expect there. for this year in terms of the WWE, in terms of Raw, SmackDown, and NXT? What do you think? Wait, what? Are your predictions and who you think they'll take off this year? As far as superstar goes, or do you think, or are superstar? You well, yeah, for like both brands, who you think's gonna uh, take off, make the most noise? Like last year was the year of McIntyre and Reigns came back and you know defined who he was as a superstar. So who you think's gonna make that next big leap this year? Uh, the person I, I would like to see make that next big leap, but it's not like he isn't already there, but. I would like to see KO get some more some more time. I would like to see KO go back to the top, the top of the mountain, and yeah, I would like to see KO get some more time. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Yeah, I, I feel the same. The way you feel about KO, that's kind of how I feel about Seth Rollins. You know what I'm saying? Like his uh, little feud with Ray Mysterio, it was it was cool, but uh, I'm wanting to see. The, no, that, we, we you know all, that's supposed to still be going on, right? The only reason why Seth Rollins kind of bowed out the way he did was because of Becky. Because of his baby? Yeah. Yeah, his baby just do. So you're saying as soon as he returns, he's going back to that feud? Which now, I don't know if they, I don't know they're going to run that feud back, but that's the only reason why, like, it, that's the only reason why it ended as quickly as it did. Yeah. See, I feel like they should just, they just should part their separate ways. I mean, I would love to see Rollins face, you know, going to a few with Reigns now as Rollins the face. Well, it, I, it kind of probably won't be that way because I feel like Rollins as the Messiah is the best thing for him to do right now. But him and Reigns feuding would be nice for years over. 
but also Big E, you know what I'm saying? Big E's not he's not with the New Day no more. You know, uh Woods and Kofi Kingston are doing their thing at Raw. Mm-hmm. So Big E's all by himself on SmackDown. I mean, I think this is the step well, they gave him the opportunity for him to open the door and well, see his own well, that, character. Well, as far as KO, that's purely SmackDown. As far as Raw, obviously Bobby Lashley. I wanted I want I wanted him to be WWE champion. Um, I think it's about time. I feel like it's Loki kind of been about time, but Bobby Lashley for, yeah. for, for Raw, I want him to take off. And then as far as NXT goes, um, hmm, that's where it gets interesting because NXT is kind of for people to build. Yeah. But if I had to that's pick true. like one person out of NXT, let's see. Scott, Swerve. Isaiah Swerve Scott. Hmm. Interesting. Former Shane Strickland. Interesting. Um, NXT well, I know it was an unpopular decision. Everybody kind of like turned their back on him, but uh the dream, man, the Velveteen Dream, bro. I knew like it. <laughs> I kinda hate how the heat he has got going for him, kinda like, you know, kind of just it kind of basically messed up his career because it's gonna be a while for him to come back from that and try to make the way back up to the top. But, I mean, I did want to see Dream before the year was over to become that finally NXT champion. It might be moved over to Raw or SmackDown. But now he's going to have to look back in the mirror, look at himself and who, what he's really done, if it's true or not, you know what I'm saying? Look at who he really is, try to rebound and come back, you know what I'm saying, from all that adversity. I kind of do – I do like the double team Dream. I like him as a performer. Forget what he's done outside of the ring, but him in the ring. Oh, I do like but him that's the thing. Can you forget what he did? Because I mean, yeah, it's kind of it's like R. Kelly's. Like you can't forget what R. Kelly do, but like his music is timeless. So it's like I, I ain't bumped bump a single fucking R. Kelly track since that shit happened. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's kind of hard to do that, but at the end of the day, when you think about it, like R. Kelly is what you and your family was dancing to in your you know, your it's family vacation, your gathering. I believe I could fly at our graduation. Look, bro, the music is timeless, okay? They the music is timeless. It's not a... It's Westside 2012 graduation, Moody. We were both in the stands. Look, it's not about the person. It's about the catalog and what the music has done for the culture. Not about the person, what the music has done for the culture. So, I mean, I kind of can't... Well, it's different as, as far as... Um, as far as other teams situation is because his moves and his wrestling well his matches for the culture i mean they, they've, they've been nice but it's not has haven't he hasn't really finished himself in his career for us to you know have that conversation with our kelly but aside it's away good. from what he's done outside the ring i just want to see if he can you know fight from adversity come back and might he might have to start back from XP, you know, job a little bit before he makes his way to the main team again. But at this I kind of want to see where it's somewhat like speculation on what exactly Velveteen Dream did. But regardless, like even if you're speculating and doing some shit like that, like that's that's fucking crazy. Like, and if you all don't know yeah. why we're like talking around it, because we've never really discussed this on air. Um Velveteen Dream was accused of sending lewd pictures to minors, basically. Uh, plain and simple, like that—that's that's what the fuck happened. Velveteen Dream, Velveteen Dream, 
uh, was accused of sending lewd pictures to minors. And that's the reason why I'm kind of like on the boat of, yeah, bro, like that's, that's, there's, there's no way no fucking 12 year old just randomly got a fucking dick pic of of Velveteen Dream. I I don't, I can't, I can't believe that that was just by fucking coincidence. And, and because of, because I can't believe that that was just purely coincidence. Yeah, nah. You can go kick rocks, dog. <laughs> yeah, Velveteen. I mean, like I said, in the ring, Velveteen, I fuck with your matches, but come on, bro. I gotta, I can't ride with you outside. You know, just be if I if you do or if you are caught outside, I mean, I'm surprised somebody will beat the shit out of you, dog. Know? Lie, but because my thing is like with hey. Velveteen Dream, it's kind of like on a Chris Benoit to a lesser degree, to a certain extent. Like Chris Benoit committed double murder. And committed suicide, like he he that that was a whole fucking situation. But as far as everybody talks about him in the ring, he's still one of the gods of wrestling, as far as his in ring goes. But yeah, just but, the fact that what he did outside the ring is like you can't mention him. There's no way because it'll because again, even if you try to talk about his in ring work, it still gets tainted because of what he did yeah, outside that. the ring. And that's that's kind of where I'm at with Velveteen Dream, like Velveteen Dream. Yeah, the nature of his situation, the nature of his situation overrides the uh, accolades or what he's done in the ring, career wise. Exactly. That that again, um, DB, you've been back for a while. Um, What's your perspective on this whole thing? I understand where where both of y'all is coming from. For me, um, the man, Patrick Clark, has a lot of um, things to make up because you you don't send pictures to kids. You know, I, I don't I don't give a damn if they fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. You don't send pictures to kids. The the wrestler dream. He still like that that just totally put a fire extinguisher to his push. So I think we won't see anything of substance from Dream for another shit, six months to a year. Yeah, they, they might just hold off, you know. Yeah, he might get in the matches here and there, but I don't think he'll be a big time player until 22 to try to get all this stuff to die down. Because uh, isn't he like the last of his class in NXT still? I think so. He's been there a while. Yeah, because they couldn't. He couldn't find a, a gimmick, you know, a, a character. But I mean, Dream is a good character, but. Might be it might be time to um, the switch. Yeah, change it up now. Just because of just because of the situation that happened. Yeah, that's I mean it's a bit that that's a that's a deep situation. Um but so back to the topic at hand. Um we're still waiting on Rob. I don't know exactly where he's at just yet. Uh 
But again, you know, we all have lives outside of this. Sometimes things take sometimes things take precedent. Uh, so, but if you're watching, if you're doing the watch along with us, you will start at the uh, thirty six. 13 mark, if I'm not mistaken. I'm double checking now. Uh, yes, the 3613 mark is where you would want to start. If you're on the WWE Network, which again, you have to be to watch this match, once you go to the October 29, 2020 edition of NXT uh, UK, go to the jump to section, go all the way down to the bottom, and you also have the option to just go straight there. And click Walter versus Ilya Dragunov NXT UK title, and yeah, the match is about thirty-two minutes, and it's thirty-two minutes of pure excellence. So, when I say now, and when I, I mean at the W end of now, not at the beginning of now. Matter of fact, <laughs> I, I might even do a one, two, three. We'll get started. Is everybody ready? All right. So you said what? Thirty-six. Where do we start? Thirty-six. Thirteen. Yes, it's thirteen. All right. Huh? All right. There you go. Right there. You just put right to it. So I'm cool. I'm really already. DB, you ready? Yes, sir. Okay. Okay. Um, now I'm probably going to. One of us has to have our volume up. Uh, for it so that we can kind of like let the audio play a little bit uh, with this. So whoever wants to do it, I can do it or one of y'all can do it. But one of only one of us needs our audio up for, for this. You can, you can do it. Okay, I got you. Yeah, you can do it. I got my music. Alright, bet. So one, two, three. Let's go. And the ad popped up. Hold on. <laughs> there we go. For one. I'm glad yes. UK is getting some looks from this match. Okay, that's a way to start off with your entry. See the fire in your eyes, sir. Do that. Do that shit. Oh, Ilya Dragunov is ready. Dragunov is ready for this match. Can you imagine if there was fans and fans for this match? Man. And so it is Ilya Dragunov's gimmick just like a crazy Russian. <laughs> that's what I'm that's that's what I'm getting out. That's the first two minutes of Phoenix guy. Just all spunked off off of energy. Oh, he he he's psyching himself up because he know what he, he know what he's in for. I'm about to, about to get some chops. You ain't even moody, you don't even know. That's the thing. Just wait. All right. 
I, I do have to admit, I, I do think Walter probably has the best team star or the best team in the whole entire league right now. That's just my opinion. He's had the best team? I appreciate it. Bro, well, what the, what he's doing when he comes out to the ring, I, I do. Uh, this is probably one of my favorite. Um, I know. I get you, though. I do love it. It is cold. Imperium, boy, man. Imperium, yeah. Boy, that's, man. Yeah. It's, just, it's better when the whole entire crew is out, but just the whole entire song with the uh, entrance. Just gives you chills, bro. Because you can hear it. Even when the, when the crowd definitely sings with it, too, that's what makes it even more better. COVID and Yeah, I, I get a chance to appreciate the Imperium team and the entrance when he came out and uh, confronted Seth Rollins. That was like, what, a couple years ago or last year or something like that? That's what I got to do for Walter. <clears throat> oh. But you know what? You know what we might get in 2021? What? There's a cruiserweight champion over on NXT UK. There's also a cruiserweight champion in NXT. Devlin versus Santos? Yep. I can see it. I want Devlin to win, too. I love Santos Escobar. I love what they're doing. The thing is, I'm not a fan of too many, like, UK wrestlers, but I've been a fan of Devlin for a while. Mm Mm-hmm. Here we go. Did Pete Dunn come from the UK? NXT UK? He was. Uh, he came back over. He came back over, but I don't know. I don't know. COVID happened, yeah. man. Oh, yeah, sure. Intense. Intense. He is psyching himself up. <laughs> I would want to be in a ring with Walter. I'd cry. Look how big he is, bro. Walter. <clears throat> Any man with no knee pads or arm pads on him, I'm automatically going to feel terrible. I'm like, yeah, he's, just, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you don't feel no pain. I'm like, okay, I know what I'm getting myself into. This is going to be a- I love that. Look at that championship, man. Off, off the back. Here we go. Wait for it. Mmm. Mmm. Damn. All Good Lord. Okay, that's all right. All right, that's how you start off, huh? I ain't never seen Walter get to his feet. I mean, get like put down that fast. Champion, puts down the Crimson Menace. But Andy, what a great start! This is 
fast. This is furious. This is brutal from the onset. From the jump. Five minutes in, and the man is making smacking. Oh my god! Oh my god! I think without the fans makes the hits even more brutal. Man, that much makes even better. Yeah, you, you can't, you don't have that. Yeah. This is like my fourth time watching it, and this is still getting you. Oh my God. Mm. Damn. Yeah, you don't have the juice of the fans. You don't have that that roar of the crowd. You don't even need it. No, I'm talking about them hits. Yeah. Them hits hurt way worse yeah. when you're in an empty room than when you win a hundred thousand people. You know. Wait, I didn't, the thing is, I didn't even know there was people on like the Titan Tron back there. I didn't even realize that. Oh, yeah, the Thunderdome thing they got going. Chest is as red as his trunks right now. Nobody. 
Oh, they slapping the shit out of each other. Mm. One of the best the WWE has right now. And he's capitalizing on it. And already the pain just etched on the face of Dragonov. It is matches like this that make me glad I'm retired. And Nigel, not Elliot Dragon, how how are you trying to get back into this matchup with with one just a little bit of I just imagine a, uh, a match between Walter and the Fiend will be. I can see it, dog. Go cap. Oh, yeah. The Fiend needs to be in a pure face where he is right now. Walter being this powerful pound heavy hitter. And the Fiend, he likes to hit too. So, I mean, that'd be a nice All right, ladies and gentlemen, um, really quick, I have to step away. The match will continue. You will continue to hear it. I just have to go get my clothes out the dryer really quick because I was doing laundry before the show. So continue this. So, so uh, continue to enjoy the match, and I'll be right back. On God's green earth, who can answer that? And that is the man in the red tracks in the ring right now. But for, for WWE to have this match at number nine is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. God damn. The slap. The physicality of this match. But you don't really get in small SmackDowns now, dude. No, no, no. This is a match that you don't see. Nope. None of the gimmicks. I think that's probably the main problem right now. It's, not enough, it's more. It's not enough balance. It's either a gimmick or it's a straight ring, baby. Yeah. It's always nice to see to get a match like this. Yeah. I've got to be honest, Andy. I've known Walter for a long time. And Walter is out to prove something here tonight. Not just return that title. He wants to prove something to the one man who keeps him cleaning the ring. 
You can fool me once, but fool me twice doesn't happen. Yeah, I don't know. 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 Yes, that's his own, well, a little shameless move with the, like, 10 beats of the family. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Damage has been done to Jacob's neck. 
the champions right there. Oh, look at the sleeper. Walter's got the sleeper. Trying to, trying to fight free here gets the ropes. What's cracking, fellas? What's going on? Pretty. She said y'all are 54 minutes in, essentially. Yeah. About 54.40 now. Yeah. How's uh how's old China orgy feeling about it so far? Uh, let's just say my own chest hurt. I'm just sitting on it, <laughs> sitting on the bed watching this. My own chest hurt. Like I've been looking at my chest the last two, three, five minutes. I'm like, damn, this is way right, I'm coming in at hit like four twenty. So yeah, I told. I told him the dra- dragon off chest is as red as Trump. <laughs> they, man, Walters yeah. as red as them ropes. <laughs> man. Just. <laughs> this match is fantastic. Look at this. Now, were, were you ever were you ever in a match like this? When you Was were I ever in a match as brutal as this one? Uh, I lost yeah. half a tooth in one, but it wasn't as it wasn't as brutal as this. Um, I did get into a chop a chop match with or a chop fest with a guy that I had never wrestled before. Uh, he was part of a a um, different promotion, and we were doing like a, a battle royal. And we didn't talk to each other before we went in. So he, uh, we just went in, we were in the corner. And I used to, I, I did the, uh, I was so used to being the big man in our particular promotion that I used to do, you know, big guy stuff, you know, chop, you know, big chops, quiet the audience down and chop the hell out of somebody. Um, you know, I did stuff like that, so I got him in the corner and I told him, like, yo, I'm about to hit these chops real quick. And he said, all right, bet. But he didn't tell me he was going to pass them back. And I, now, the thing is, I wrestled with a shirt on, not not just like a tank or, or a singlet or something like that. I had a full shirt on. And I remember the next morning waking up and my chest was on fire. And he, mm, uh, mm, man, mm. I took my shirt off, and his hand was—I still saw his fingers in my chest. Now the sucky part is I'm light skinned so that happens. But I made him pay for it, mm-hmm. even though he was dark skinned Walter is just giving these chops to him, man. Man, and I think I'm still a couple of seconds behind y'all. Yeah, yeah, it, it's cool. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just later. just at the 57 mark. Okay. That, clo- that, that clothesline, that Larry, ridiculous. The clothesline and then the power yeah. bomb. The clothesline, yeah. the power bomb. Yeah. 
And I mean, let's be real about this. People forget most of the guys over in NXT UK are small. So it's not that Walter is like seven foot tall. Walter's like six four, six five. Everybody else is just small. And so he just he's so much bigger than everybody. And he just uh, you wonder why. That's exactly what Dragon had to do. He's slapping him on the face. But now the sun sets upon us. And again, Leaper is sunken. Dragon trying to fight, trying to get out of this. Oh, come on. Honestly, I want if if everybody always talks about how wrestling is fake, they should probably watch how brutal this shit is. Well, again, that's why I don't know if you've ever heard me say it. I hate the F word. Look, you can say anything you want to about you can say anything you want to about professional wrestling. The moment you ask the moment you say fake to me, I get upset. And I have a no, I just, I there's an old school respect that I have for the business. Before this match, there's an old school respect that I have for the business, man. And it, it, it until you've gone through it, you'll never really understand why cats like Vader or uh, uh, I forgot old boy's name that slapped the reporter. Um, but when Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Back in the 80s. But you'll never understand that until you're dead. Until you, you know, again, you have friends who have been been hurt until you've lost a tooth or broken an arm or broken something, you know, in the the sense of entertaining somebody. You know, Mm -hmm. you're calling it, people call it fake because, oh, you guys know who's going to win. And so do boxers. It doesn't stop you from watching it. Exactly. You know how movies end. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But movies still, you know, these movies Bro, still make me. I, I own movies. You know, I, I own movies for the very for that very reason. Dude, I get out us, Logan, you know, all the Marvel joints. I got all of these movies because I like the movies. There's there's nothing else about it. And I know how they end every single exactly. time. And they still make me feel the same way I felt exactly. when I watched it. And, and it's, all this is is a live movie that you can't have a retake on. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. Bro, they are chopping the shit oh, yeah. out of each other in this match. Everybody's chest on 10. If you're in my ass, they chest is on a thousand. <laughs> but but like I was telling like I was telling Moody and uh Wayman earlier, imagine if you had a full house with this match. How crazy this crowd would be. This is a match that deserves to be at WrestleMania. Yes. And and the uh the adrenaline, the adrenaline that will be going on in, in, in their bodies, man, in everybody's. Room. That is 
But again, it has the way American art audiences are. It has to be built up. They they gotta have. They're not just gonna watch and be like, oh, this match is crazy. They need a build up. For people who didn't watch NXT UK, like I said, I don't watch NXT UK regularly. Mm-hmm. But to know that I didn't need a build up for this match to watch this match. And shout out to Walter to, to make Dragonoff, you know, well, Dragonoff made it himself. Man, this is a match. This is a match where they really? work together. Yeah, they, yeah, that's that's what I was really, you know, to make both guys mm. look so amazing. Is it just me, or is there something special about this, this black canvas and these red ropes? Oh, man. I love it. I love it. It just makes everything look yes. more important. I, I love the championship belt. Oh, yeah. NXT, NXT UK title is tight. Yeah, it is pretty nice. Nothing wrong. Oh, my God. I like it. What makes it good? It didn't need no like gimmick, you know, TLC gimmick, no chair, no table, nothing, nothing. Just strictly pure stay wrestling. What makes it better? That's the thing. It's not even wrestling. It's a fight. Yeah, dude, mm-hmm. that yep. that belly to back, like almost like a T bone that he did on the outside on his neck. Yeah. Then he hit him. Then he big moving into the set. That's the beauty of this match. Very near, very near fall. You know, suspenseful and shit too. Then the power bomb on the down. He didn't. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. The beauty of this match is that they, you talk about this not having to be a gimmick match, bro. They barely touched the ropes in this match. <laughs> they literally barely touched the ropes in this match. Um, I think Dragonoff went off the top once. Walter went off the top once. You know, they, they spent maybe, what, six seconds outside? Yeah. Oh, man. Ah, but look, look at the exhaustion in Walter's face. Nice. Look at the exhaustion in Walter's yeah. face in that pin. 
Uh, he tapped him out. Yeah, he tapped him out. But look, he, his fate, man, just in how he... They show yeah. the ropes and everything. Yeah, that's, yeah I get you. Oh, man. Like that was a la- his last ditch effort. It was a fight. It was a fight like for their lives. He had nothing left in him. Yeah. Like Walter let go of him, and it's just like, thank God. Like, and here's the thing: even the sleeper <laughs> that he put him in, even the sleeper that he put him in, it didn't look like a sleeper. It looked like he was choking the life out of no. him. No. Yeah. Flat, man. They didn't throw punches. Everything they threw was slaps. They wanted you to hear everything. Exactly. And the story and the story that they told in this match oh, yeah. was so amazing. And like for for Dragon Off for Dragon Off to take that much punishment and then dish it out towards a guy like Walter and for Walter to have to step into, you know, Go that deep into his repertoire that you've never that you haven't seen Walter do in the WWE. This makes that match so much better. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He was trying to he was trying to kill that man. <laughs> but there's a um I watched the NXT the NXT uh in the in the year award. Dude, I get it. They gave Kyle O'Reilly and and Finn Balor the match of the year. For the, just to progress mm-hmm. the storyline along, Walter and Dragonoff got robbed. And I would rather have yeah. the respect they that? have the respect of the locker room. Not not just NXT UK. They have the respect of every locker room in WWE. And then, Did this match even get nominated? Yeah. In NXT. Oh, did Oh, yeah. This is match of the year, period. And you know, and again, just the story. Dude, he chokes him out. Dragonoff has not moved the since since the since he choked him out. And then they send all these refs up, up in there. He's not responding to him, nothing. And and Walter is watching him to make sure, like, hey, is he dead? <laughs> yeah. You know. And Walter, like I said, yeah. So like, say what? No, no, I was just gonna say. So yeah, going back to that list, what I found out was they had actually twenty five matches on there. It is narrowed it down to ten. So there was more matches on there. Like, and I I looked at the whole entire twenty five matches of that for the year, and outside the top ten, some of those should have been added into that top ten. You feel me? They kind of screwed up the whole list. But if I had to redo it now, yeah, I would definitely after seeing this for the first time, I would definitely move this up. At least top two. No, I mean, that is the uh, best well, match of the year. I know. Well, wrestling from a wrestling standpoint, yeah. It just maybe just because the way the name of the Undertaker and AJ Styles. That's probably why I can see why they put that number one. F that. And the way the cinematic. No, I get you. I understand. I understand. From a wrestling standpoint, for a strictly wrestling match, it's probably the best wrestling match of the year by far. Makes me so angry that that guy, even just watching that again. Nine? Nine? Nine. 
I think it was eight. They're tripping. That was eight. I think it was top eight. Well, they had a number eight. Who had a number eight? Still, Either way, it's still, eight. tripping. It's still, yeah, it's still pretty low. Who but, has yeah. what number eight? When we talk about the Walter match was ranked number eight on the top ten Man, list. Please. That wasn't even, that didn't even make the list, did it? No, I think it did. It was let me look. Let me go back. I think it did. It was just it was at number eight, I wanna say. I, I no, I think I pulled it. I, I I swapped something out and put it up there at number one. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was um it was the red. Well, the only thing below it was that it was ranked number eight. It was, the only thing below the Watson match was Ray Ripley and Charlotte Flair, and Finn, ba- Finn Balor and Kyle Riley. But they had McIntyre, Orton, Classic Champions above that. AJ Styles and Brian. There's up. not a single match. There's not a single match on that list better than what you just watched. Exactly. No, I understand. I totally understand. Get you. The only reason why I probably put the point, the reason why I, I probably, well, I don't know. It might change the more I keep watching this match, which I probably will keep watching the match over and over. The only reason I just put the Moyer match number one just because it's the name of AJ Styles and Undertaker. That's probably why I did it, but that's either here or there. It's both here and there, sir. Shame on you. <laughs> it's okay. I, I'll go in the corner and put myself a timeout. Bro, cool. just, I don't think you understand. All I know, since we talk about matches, a black man needs to win the Royal Rumble this year. I'm thinking it. But what they had, uh, I'm thinking it's either going to be Keith Lee or Big E. That's those are my two two. I had Lashley up there, but I'm thinking either E or Keith Lee. But what they had what on WWE.com, the number one match is AJ versus. Uh, yeah, Undertaker in the ball yard. Okay, Rob is yep. here. Rob is here. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Number two. Sorry about that. It's Sa- Sasha versus Bailey. Yeah, that should not have been number two. Number, number three was Edge and Orton. Four was McIntyre and Reigns at Survivor Series. Five was the Intercontinental Championship match, the ladder match. Um, I would put. Walter and Dragunov at number one. I would put Edge and Orton number two. Which Edge and Orton, no. McIntyre Reigns. McIntyre Reigns three. Um, Rhea and Charlotte. Rhea should have won that fight. Rhea should have won that match anyway. But Rhea and Charlotte at uh, five. Man, hey, really quick. Finn and really Kyle quick. Did the match finish out? Yes. Okay, it did. Yes. Yep. Um, it did. So, again, ladies and gentlemen, sorry. I had to go get my clothes out the dryer. Um, literally, like I told you all before, before we started the broadcast, I was, like, washing clothes. So, I do apologize about my extended extended absence. Um, the, beauty of, the beauty of you not being here was the fact that nobody noticed you were gone. That's how awesome we are. And that's why I love y'all. That's why I love oh my y'all God. so much. And we have the head of the table here. Last week, I fucked up on his intro. I'm pretty sure he did perfectly fine without me being here. Um, I, I didn't even introduce myself. I just came in and, and enjoyed the show. Yeah, yeah he, just, he just literally came, okay. he just literally came okay. in. Well, look, because last week, Rob clowned the fuck out of me because like, I stumbled through his intro. And then he tried to do his own. And Moody had his Florida background in the way. It just, it just, 
Which, by the way, I'm still enjoying Florida right now. This is it's treating young niggas like right now. The only thing I haven't did was go to Miami, you know, make it rain, find some Miami bitches. But that's to be here. There. That's, that's there's no COVID point. Going there's no point doing that. It's COVID. Why you won't? I, I know. I was, ass, I'm, just, I'm just talking. Why you want ass just, and COVID? I'm just I know, I just, I just talk to you, man, Jesus, what are you Greek? Fuck. Cool, I, just, I like the palm trees, how about but, that? But I like the palm trees. Palm trees is fine, like, so is the weed. Yeah, it is, it is. For... I don't even, I don't even, I haven't even got, like, yeah, I've been, yeah, I have not even ventured to the weed yet. Moody, so know. really quick, um, I don't know if you told everybody else, but I didn't get a chance to hear, how did you feel about the, about the month? Now I was telling, like I was telling them before you came back with the, uh, came back in, uh, wrestling from wrestling, well not wrestling from a brawl, well I guess you could put it as a wrestling brawl standpoint, it probably is, it is the best match of the year by far, the hits is just ridiculous, the, after the match, the way, you know, sold the beatings each other, gave each other, I understand, I, I just don't understand how they put it down as number eight. Maybe because NXT doesn't get a lot of uh, shine, which is, I mean, I guess is understandable. But yeah, like I said, we had to go back and redo the the way the matches are for top 10. I probably would put that. It's definitely my top two. Like, the only reason, this between The Undertaker and AJ Styles, this is the probably reason why I would keep it number one, just the name. This is the name itself, the big name itself. It just kind of disappointed me. We didn't get to see them. Like wrestle each other out strictly. Just, well, I wish this match would have happened maybe like five years ago before Undertaker's health started to decline. But it yeah, was I definitely put him in five years ago. It was a the last good match. match he had was with Punk. It was declining 15 I, I, years ago. I, know. I, I, I just, it's just the name. <laughs> the name itself. The name itself. And again, and that's the fact that those two finally clashed. And that's the problem with y'all young people, man. Y'all sit here and let and let these cats come in off repping names. And give shit matches, and then like, oh, but it's the nostalgia of the match. I, I, t- well, see, that's how that's how wrestlers that's the way the nature of wrestlers been going the past what decade. Just the name itself overrides the ability. Oh, it's because you get these fans, no, no, you get these people who don't really know who wrestling is. So, like, the people who are not really familiar or who are not really diehard wrestling fans, as soon as they come into and figure out what WWE is, they see a rock and stone cold and. Chris Jericho, all these names that everybody know outside of WWE. That's why when you hear AJ Styles and Undertaker outside of like a person don't know about wrestling, that's that's the problem. It's just all these people are not. But here's my thing: Taker has a less of a Ric Flair effect, and this is what I mean. Taker has certain beats and cadences that he has in his match, just like Ric Flair did. If you ask anybody that's ever seen a Ric Flair match, Ric Flair had the same cadence and same beats in every fucking match damn near. But the thing about Ric Flair compared to The Undertaker and their cadence when it comes to their matches, Flair got it down to perfection to the point where every baby face he faced, he elevated. That That's, that's the difference in the cadence. With The Undertaker, even though he was hitting his cadences, he didn't elevate everybody he, he went up against. Flair was able to go 60 minutes Broadway hitting, hit, hitting the same old beats, cadences, um, Ric Flair backdrop, woo, knee, you know, knee drop and shit like that. Like, Ric Flair was able to build a career off his cadences. Undertaker wasn't necessarily able to do that. He was able to build a career off of character. That's the difference. 
That's why I get why Robert, why well, Rob said, yeah. or why that meme came out and said that a lot of the Undertaker's matches were met. They were because his cadences didn't leave, didn't live up to. to, to That's not even the thing, man. I, I don't even say it for that reason. Again, I t- I was saying would it you agree that his cadence, that like he has a certain cadence about his matches. There, he has to. Again, he's played. He's been the same character for thirty years. You know what I'm saying? Just like, and again, there's a difference when you're six nine, six ten, three hundred plus, and you have to work a match a certain way. Ric Flair, six one, two forty. You know, he you he works a match a lot differently, and he didn't have to worry about the gimmick of anything. Taker has to hit. Taker had to worry about not just being the Undertaker. He had to be the Undertaker. He had to have his. He had to keep the pace of the match going a certain spe- uh, speed. He had to make sure that he wasn't moving too quickly for anybody. He had to hit certain beats in the match. So, you you know, somebody knocks him down, gets him off his feet or whatever. He got to do the sit up. You know what I'm saying? He's got to do it old school. He's got to do the flying clothesline. He's, he's, you know, he's depending do the boom, on how young, boom, 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 boom. like the multiple rapid punch and fist. That's, but that's later in the career. He didn't do that until he got, until he got uh the American badass, and then came back as the the Undertaker, the Dead Man, and started mixing the two. So that stuff didn't didn't transpire until later in the in his life. And again, you have to think. I said Undertaker's peak was 15 years ago. He should have been done. So you're saying around 2005. When Takers, when when did Taker start going to WrestleMania? 2005. When he when he just WrestleMania. When he went back. Well, no. Matter of fact, no. Because he because he did because he did SmackDown appearances because he won like a couple of world titles. So I was occasionally. After after HBK yeah, after, after, after HBK two, he just started just WrestleMania. So that was what year? Two thousand and ten, eleven. That wasn't ten years ago. I've been two thousand eleven. That wasn't About nine that. years ago. Yeah, because yeah, it probably was. Now, I think this happened before Brock Lesnar came back. It definitely happened before Brock Lesnar came back. Lesnar can't. You didn't came, come back to 2012, so it probably was 2010. Hold on, WrestleMania 26, which would be HBK Taker Two. WrestleMania 26, yeah, 2010. No, he was part time before then. Because I know he had. Because he just lost. No, he wasn't. He lost the World Heavyweight Championship. Yep, because of the Shawn Elimination Michael. Chamber match. Yeah, because Michael Cole. Yeah, Michael Cole from that. This thing was that second match. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But the Undertaker is consistent, but he's, but he's had a, a career full of mid matches. Well, I started. I give you that. I started hinting the juice was going down when he had that weird the championship with Kane. That's when I started. It's the it's the character, it's the character, and like we've been saying this for 
weeks. It's the character and the people against him makes the Undertaker what he. I is. wouldn't even say it's the people against him. I think it's more the character now. But when you look at old, when you go back to the beginning of his career, the Undertaker had mid matches in the nineties. Just was what it was. He's he's the greatest strain of Reggie ever. <laughs> well, damn. Show me. I mean, if you put it that way. <laughs> You, I mean, again, you can't fight me on it. Let's call it what it is. Hey, but he is the, he is the only person to beat you. Say what? I said he is the only person to beat you. He <laughs> says that you're afraid of him at this point. That's not even what we were talking about. What the hell are you? <laughs> not at all. Yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> we talking about the Undertaker. Oh, sorry, sorry. Wait, 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 wait. You know, I know what I said. I know why I said it. You say he ain't gonna fight you. I say he's the only person to beat you at this point. I know exactly why I said what I said. But continue. You have the worst timing ever. <laughs> I was going to make a sex joke, but I stopped myself. Anywho. Uh, there's there's nothing that you can... If you go back, I've had friends that say, oh, you know, man, when I was a kid, I loved The Undertaker. And it's, it's like, when I was a kid, when I was a kid, one of my favorite cartoons was Thundercat. And to hear... You know, Thundercast and uh, He-Man, those those were the shit when I was a kid. And as an adult, you go back and watch them joints, and you realize just how fucking trash them shows are. It's you're you're just hyped up on the nostalgia of when when you were a kid and you you didn't know any better. Think about all the music that you listened to when you were. 15 years old. Now you've heard good music and you go back and listen. Now you've heard 15 years of music since then. You turned 30 years old. You've been exposed to so much more, some older stuff, newer stuff, other stuff that you wasn't thinking about listening to from when you were from that generation. And you go back and listen to the shit that you was listening to and be like, wow, I can't believe these songs got me hyped. But you still listen to them because it's it's part of the nostalgia. That's what the Undertaker is. We are just happy at the fact that he he's part of our nostalgia and he's still around. But the only matches that are going to stand out when you're talking about a, a, a Undertaker match are going to be against Hall of Famers. But here's. Here's something that you won't hear about, you know, here, here's how you know that, that they're true Hall of Famers and great workers and stuff like that. You can name a great match that Dolph Ziggler had with somebody other than shit, Seth Rollins. You know what I'm saying? Or, or Daniel Bryan. You can name great matches that, that these somewhat mid-card guys had. I can tell you that I've watched Mr. Perfect wrestle the Ultimate Warrior and he made the Ultimate Warrior look good because that was his job. 
He was supposed to do that. And while the the Undertaker was a solid worker, they gave him an in an unbeatable character. So who wins? One, they play on your fears. What is everybody afraid of? Death. So they play on your fears on that side of it. Now you're fighting okay. a guy who it doesn't matter what you do to him, you can't hurt him. You know, so no matter, so you mean everything I do to this guy, he I can hit him with my finish and he's just going to kick out of it? Like, what the fuck do you do? You got to shoot him to stop him. It's like what they're doing with The Fiend now. I'm not saying that The Fiend, but the thing is, I, in watching Bray Wyatt work, I have more Bray Wyatt favorite matches than I do of The Undertaker. He he's he's a he's a thirty year career mid of mid, again, greatest re, greatest strain of Reggie ever, but he's still Reggie. Wow, nice. Yeah, nice. Reggie. I had to go use the facilities, and I walk in on on him calling somebody Reggie. Please don't tell me you was talking about the Undertaker. Yes, I was. Talking old boy Reggie. The dirt, Talking the dirt Reggie. Reggie. Jesus. He couldn't even be Cali Reggie. That's at least like decent. Hell no. I said he so was the greatest. Okay, okay, okay. He's Cali Reggie. Okay, at least he's Cali Reggie. Cali. Cali Reggie? Okay. But he ain't okay. Kush. He ain't Sativa. He ain't Indica. He ain't he ain't Bubble Kush. He ain't. <laughs> he said at least. You say at least it ain't going to give you no headache. That's all it matters. Is, it depends. You know it depends. Saying? A couple of Undertaker matches I've seen, I've been, I have like recently been like, what the fuck is this? But that's just me. Uh, yeah. I watch a lot of like old school yeah. reviews and shit like that. <laughs> like Wrestling with Regret with Brian Zane. Um, ups and downs with like Simon Miller. I watch a lot of old school reviews and like Undertaker matches that like I've seen because of these old school reviews. A lot of those matches, like, haven't necessarily, like, aged well. Like who? Let me see. Uh, Undertaker. Undertaker Austin at SummerSlam was a good match, but it did that didn't particularly age well to me. Just, just the name. Just the who name. Who went over? Austin went over, right? If I'm not mistaken, I think that's when Austin got his smoking skull, smoking skull belt back, or that was like the genesis of the smoking skull belt. So that was ministry. So that was ministry yes. of darkness, which was one of my favorite takers, by the way. But yeah, nah, Reggie. He was wrestling on Raw every yep. week. Still Reggie. But Shawn Michaels gave you a classic in in eleven minutes with Shelton Benjamin. Oh, that match was fantastic, including the ending with that super kick. Yeah, speaking of super kicks, uh, isn't Legend of what, the Raw Legend thing on Um, I personally chose not to watch it because I kind of felt like it was going to be 
Um, complete trash. Trash. So okay, you can call it. Trash. It's cool. Yeah, you can call it trash. Like, honestly, I was always, I was honestly only gonna watch it just to see Carlito back. You feel me? That was the only reason why. I literally watched like his debut when he debuted against Cena for the United States Championship earlier. Who? I was like, damn, and Carlito. His uh, debut match against Cena on SmackDown. Oh, okay. Yeah, apparently, uh, earlier. I'm like, apparently Bing yeah, got kicked he out. Um, but I guess he got some he got some things he has to take care of, so he won't be rejoining us, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but 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 what's what happened when you go on to touch yourself, man? Uh, I wish we could have got to the to the I wish he could have stayed for the end of uh because Bean Bean made some 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 very bold comments earlier. That's why I came in with the with the he was the only one to beat you because we were talking earlier. Um, Bean still says that I don't deserve to be world champion. Um, again, I understand why he would why he would feel that way. I was gifted the title match and just happened to capitalize. But he also said that in 2021, he plans on not only being a two-time world champion, but also giving you your second loss on your resume. Everybody's trying to figure. Everybody's trying to figure <laughs> out Rob, uh, Mister the Realist himself. Um, Kilimanjaro, head of the table, the mountain that changes you. Uh, he he said that you're afraid of him. Like when it comes to to the world of BGTW, he says that that you're you're afraid of him. Like he he is the one in in twenty and one. He he he's the one. Um, well, not twenty and one, more like thirteen and one. But you get what I mean. Like he he said he's the one. How do how do you feel about that? With him being the one, will will you? Are you afraid to step back in the ring with him, or what's going on with that? If I could laugh harder, I would. You guys, oh goodness, y'all just want promos out of me at this point. Look here, so I'm being not being here. I'm not gonna waste it. So I'll wait for him to be here to have to sit stupefied and and mesmerized at a promo. But it has nothing to do with fear. It has nothing to do with uh, W's and L's. At the end of the day, I've told you guys a thousand times. What I do, I do for me. I'm not motivated or moved by 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 matches, by 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 the flex. Because again, in order to beat me, it's going to take a lot. And he did. He absolutely he absolutely succeeded. But he did so by the skin of his teeth, and he did so hoping against all hope and wishing against all wishes. He, they say that the sun, the sun shines on a dog's ass once in a while, and he got his sunshine. And, he, and you know what he did? He took his moment, and he capitalized on it. And then he turned around, and he defended once, and then he lost. He no. defended twice. He defended twice. He won one, and he lost one. And now he's sitting back, you know, he's sitting, as, as the French and France would say, sans bitch, poking the bear. You don't want to poke the bear. I'm the last person you want to have to sit back and say, hey, I pushed that guy to the point where he, where he had to respond to me. And so Bean did, did what he was supposed to do when I got on the, when I got on the uh, line, when I, when I came into the recording. Uh, it wasn't, hey, yo, j- check this out. I was talking shit about you, and I expect a response. 
It was, hey, how you doing, sir? Everything's okay. I'm glad everything is all right. Let's go ahead and finish watching this, and I'm gonna agree with everything you say. See, that's that's what I mean. What this is what I mean when I say that I'm the mountain that changes you, because he had every he had every opportunity before before Way came back to the uh, came back from doing whatever he was doing uh, to address and to and to speak his feelings, and he didn't. Because that's not how he really feels. You know how he really feels? He admires. He looks up to me. He wants he wants to know how it is that I do what I do and how it is that I am who I am. And he wants to emulate that. And he wants to be that. But he is still yet but a boy. Let me ask you this next team. question. So in twenty twenty one, uh again, like I said, Bean said that he he's coming back for the world championship. Uh Moody said that He's not only coming back for the world championship, but he also is coming back um, for another shot at the TV championship. He said that 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 he that that you know he he's coming back for for one of those opportunities. Um, in the world of BGCW, sir, uh, what are what are what are your plans? Like, do you plan on on once again um, showing why why you're the head of the I table? I plan on being after the TV championship. What what are your plans? I plan on continuing to be exactly who I am. I don't need a title to be who I am. When I say that I'm the head of the table, I mean just that. When I say that I'm the mountain, I, I mean just that. I'm the Kilimanjaro of this group. I, I there, There's nothing that you can do. In order to, there's, that's, there's no strap, there's no title, there's no championship that you can lay on my shoulder or lay at my summit and say, hey, this is this is what makes you. No, that's not what makes me at all. I like, I like being who I am. And when I choose to come off my perch and choose to mingle with those who are playing in daddy's shoes and say, oh, I think I'll take this. Or I think I'll take this. I'll do just that. Until then, you all have to sit back and wonder when it's time. That's what I'm still wondering. Again, I am enjoying my reign as BGCW World Heavyweight Champion. Um, at this point, I realize that I will not have the shortest reign in history. That honor and distinction lays at the feet of the villain himself, DB, uh, with a sub-30-day reign. Uh, mine will definitely be over 30 days, but that you're. This is what I'll say. You are, you are, you are definitely in the back of my mind, because I know that as long as I hold this world championship, that your your cash in whenever you so choose to to do so, is coming, and eventually I'm going to have to face off with you, sir. And I personally think you should put that cash in. Well, on the line between me and uh, me being a triple threat when they take off, but that's just me though. But you can continue being great if you want. I just, I just, just know that, that that you you are the the looming figure. As long as I hold this world championship, and then once I recapture the TV championship and hold both pieces of gold high above my head, like an anime. There's still that looming figure in the background that you know is the big boss. And I'm ready for you, sir. 
I'm I'm here. I'm hey. here. Be ready. I'm ready. And once that and once I okay. sit on top of the perch with not yeah. only the world championship but the television championship, it's like Afro Samurai. I have the number one and number two belts. And I and at that point I would feel untouchable. So yes, when once I once I have the, the power, I would feel untouchable. And then if I do so happen to lose the strap, I'll already be a made man at that point. So I won't need them. But what I do need is the same thing that Shawn Michaels needed. He needed to beat The Undertaker. And I need to beat you. I don't need the titles to be on the line to do that. I need to beat you. To truly solidify my place as King Arthur, the head of the round table, I need to I need to beat you. I don't even think we've faced off yet. We have not. And you know what? I'm telling you now, it's 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 not the smoke that you want, sir. If if you if you say um, go ahead. There, learn from learn from the man that you that you that you're idolizing right now. <clears throat> Unlike the Undertaker. Still in my prime, sir. Well, ladies and gentlemen, again, he is the looming figure himself. He is Kilimanjaro. He is head of the table. He is the mountain. That changes you. He is the first and longest reigning to this point BGTW World Heavyweight Champion. He has a cash in that he's just sitting on. And if I and if I look and if I'm being 100 percent honest, if I was to tell you that I was a little bit worried about the cash in, I'd be lying to you because of the looming figure that he is. So as long as I have this world title, I understand that all guns are pointed at my head. But if his is the one to blow, you better believe I'll still be standing after the shot. Sound good till you get hit with it. Thank you all so much for listening to the best fucking wrestling podcast, not only in the U.S., not only in the Americas, but in the entire world. This has been Black Guys Time About Wrestling. I have been your world heavyweight champion, the young blood himself, Way, along with the wild card himself, the man who pops out of nowhere, Moody. And then to close it out, we have the head of the table, Kilimanjaro, the mountain that changes you, the realist himself, Mr. Rob Clark. Any, any final thoughts before we go? Absolutely not. I've, I've said my piece tonight. Thank you hope, all. Hope so you much guys sleep listening. well. <laughs> Moody, any final thoughts? Uh, well, thank you all good. so much for listening to another fantastic episode. We'll catch you all later. Peace out.